What's up, Dunwoody? I'm so excited to host our very first in-person meetup this Wednesday, October 27th. We've actually had a couple smaller parties in the past, and we rented out a theater for Star Wars one time, but I'm going to continue to call this the very first because uh, it's been a long damn time since we've done anything. This thing called COVID kind of put a damper on all the fun. But a lot of things have changed over the last few months. Iron Hill Brewery opened up, and it is just perfect for our needs. It's so large that it can hold up to 500 people, and it has like a big open air section, perfect for COVID times. Um, plus, they're willing to give 20% of all of our total sales and give it to a nonprofit. So this week, we're raising money for the Malachi Storehouse. Um, all you have to do is come in, drink a beer or three, and tell them that you're with What's Up Dunwoody. I'd love to raise four or 500 bucks for Malachi's, so come out and support our new brewery while you're at it. There's another big reason I kind of wanted to put this event together. Um, I run two Dunwoody Facebook groups, the Dunwoody Area Restaurant Reviews and Dunwoody Area Community Forum. And over the last year, social media has just become more and more divisive, and the groups are no different. Whether it's over politics or masks or even reviewing restaurants, there's always something to argue when you're on social media. You know, if you're standing in front of somebody, most of you would never make those same comments. So part of putting this in-person event together is hoping to squash some of that beef and kind of take the online conversations offline. Let's get to know each other and try to start recognizing people in public just as well as you do with their profile pictures. Let's spread a little positivity around Dunwoody and raise some money for a good cause. My name is Matt Weber. I'm a local realtor with eXp Realty. My co-host, Justin Dyke, is founder of PoolDues.com, which is a reservation software platform for local swim and tennis clubs. Uh, part of doing the show is obviously to get us in front of more people. Every once in a while, I get to sell a home directly from a podcast connection. And sometimes the podcast connections even help Justin sign a new pool. Often the influential decision makers around the community that we're having on the podcast are you know, board members at the local clubs. And one of Justin's very first pool dues clients was a guy named Van Pappas from Huntley Hills Swim and Tennis. He has a podcast very similar to ours about Shambly called Between Two Trains. So I reached out to him to come on our podcast. And, you know, Van's, he's a really good guy who knows a ton about Shambly. So in this show, we talk about housing prices, restaurants, Shambly's rail trail running through downtown into the uh, old GM plant where Gray Studios is going to be developed. And that's going to be awesome because eventually it'll connect with the Beltline. We also talk about, you know, where your taxes go when they're given to the city. He knows a lot of things about a lot of things. And so if you happen to live in Chambly or you know somebody that does, my boy is currently running for city council and early voting ends Friday. But the show is brought to you by Dr. Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. I'm about to get out of my Visline braces finally, um, just another month or two. And I never thought that I needed my teeth straightened, but I'm so glad that I took him up on it. I can really tell a difference in the way that I look. And um, what's more important to me is that the feeling, like the way that my bite feels, my teeth just fit together better, uh, like more comfortably. So if you thought about getting braces in the past, give Dr. Brett a call. Here's our conversation with Van Pappas. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Hey, we're back with Van Pappas. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate you uh, bringing me back on the show. This is like uh, what second time? Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. I do it if I come enough? Is it like Saturday Night Live where I get a green jacket with a number on the number of times? Yeah, you could be like our Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Murray. Our, our five times. <laughs> who's, who's been the most uh, visited guest? Is it? Uh, you might be tied with that person. Yeah. Maybe you. Steven Schumacher has been on a couple times. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. I would have figured it was uh, Hayward. How many times has he been on? Yeah. 
We sat down with Hayward once and recorded two episodes, but that was it. Yeah. Oh, and his mom. He's cameoed a bunch. Yeah. You know, I've listened. Oh, yeah, and Contrast Brewery. He has been on a few of them. <laughs> See, We've done I'm so not, many of them. I've got to catch up to these guys. After 200 episodes, we forgot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I I think I've listened to all 200 episodes. Have I you? love your show. You're our biggest I fan. I still want to hear those three missing episodes that y'all took down at the very beginning <laughs> that were in your backyard. Wasted. You don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some sound bites of you today, and then we'll just randomly play those, and then we'll say that you were like sitting in the right, like right. the you know the Artie Lane chair. Every every time you put one of those sound bites, it counts as a visit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah yeah I was gonna do it. All right, you're you're running for council. I am. So you know I came on here four years ago when I was running for mayor, and I decided hey didn't win that time, but let me try it again. You know, so um. Yeah, we you were uh, very close to winning last time. I got forty-seven percent, right? so thought, it was yeah. pretty damn close. And um, this year, uh, one of our sitting council members, uh, Brian Mock, decided he was going to run for council. So I was sort of left at a crossroads. For mayor, I'm sorry, for mayor. Yeah, correct. Yeah. He was going to run for mayor. Um, He's our, a good guy too. He right? is a good guy. And our current mayor was stepping down, so it was: Do I run against Brian, or since he's vacating his seat, do I run against you know? run for his seat. So yeah. that's that's what I'm doing. His is that's an at large seat so it covers the entire city. It's not a district seat. That's how you can hop in there. Yeah, cuz anyone can run for it since it's an at large seat. I guess that's we should Pam's we should mention too this is Shambly, not Dunwoody. That's correct. Yes. Right. Yeah. The actual center of the universe. Yeah. That's right. We are the actual center of the universe. <laughs> I love how that stuck. Yeah, well, you know Google has a dot. Yeah. You know, there's a red Google dot where it says the actual center of the universe. So. You can't take out the actual part. No, no, no. no. It's, it's not, not the center, the center of, the of the universe. Yeah. It's the actual center <laughs> of the Where does universe. Google put it? Google puts it in Shambly. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. If you do a Google search for the actual center of the universe, a red dot will show up in Shambly. Is, is that on a per user basis? Would it show up in Dunwoody for me? No, 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 no. We're not no. the actual we, center of the we, universe. They that, that's one thing. You're not. And second, <laughs> we had we had a citizen that actually registered that with Shambly. I mean, with uh, Google. Oh, that's great. Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, mayor. I mean, no, no, city councilman. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to worry about mayor. No. It's the, it's somebody yeah, Brian, Brian's running unopposed, so he is going to be the next Shambly mayor. No one's running against him. Um, there is a gentleman uh, over in the Dresden neighborhoods that's running against me. Um, and we have two other council seats that are up for re-election. So it's going to be interesting here in Shambly. Everything. If we can just get people to come out and vote. Yeah, that's the hard part. Um, that is a tough one. Yeah. People don't get that jazz for... Uh, Not for local elections. No. You know, you, you get you know maybe a 1,000 or two out of a city of 30,000. So all you have to do is knock on like 501 doors. Well, I, I'm doing that. I'm knocking on a lot of doors. You know, I'm not, I'm taking it seriously. I mean, but uh, it's been fun because I like knocking on doors because I get to meet the people and hear what they're, you know, I'm a financial planner. So what does a financial planner do? I sit down with a client, I hear their concerns, and I come up with a solution. It's no different when I knock on a door. I listen to the citizens' concerns, and I try to come up with a solution for them. What's the what's the biggest concern or the most like common concern you've heard? It really it's funny because every neighborhood there's like a theme. So I was walking through the Gainsborough neighborhood, which is off of Shambly Dunwoody, and pretty much across the board, their theme was they wanted a sidewalk down Shambly Dunwoody, because if you've ever walked on Shambly Dunwoody, there's not sidewalk from there all the way to Shambly Plaza. And some of it's pretty dangerous. 
So that was a common theme in their neighborhood. So it just depends on what neighborhood you're in as to what they want. Chambly Plaza is going to be your new hotspot. Chambly Plaza is, I mean, it's tore up right now, but it is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a Publix coming. The Chick-fil-A is getting rebuilt. It's, it's all going to be old-fashioned Publix, too, right? It is. is. Are they it's still doing that? It's going to be retro, 1950s yeah. style. What? Pu- yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. That's a thing? They're yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, so, you know, it sits, Shambly, for those who don't know, Shambly Plaza sits at the end of Huntley Hills neighborhood, which Huntley Hills was built in the 50s and 60s, so it's very much a mid-century modern feel. And so Publix said, hey, we're going to go with that feel so that it feels like it's part of the neighborhood and, and have that 50s look. Yeah, I posted some pictures about it a while back yeah. on what's up done with you. They're cool. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Chick fil A should do that too. Do one of those like old style dwarf house versions. Yeah. As long yeah. as they can get me in and out quick. That's they, all. They wanted so their <laughs> look, biggest it problem, like whatever. The biggest problem with that Chick fil A was they only had the one drive through and that's why they're redoing it is they wanted that double drive through to get people in and out quicker. Yeah. So Yeah, all the ones that have been redone, like the Peachtree Corner or uh, yeah, Peachtree Corners, I you just cruise right through. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, they're per- really Chick-fil-A, fast. I mean, regardless of whether you like it or dislike it, they're very efficient with getting people in and out. Yes. So what do the people in your neighborhood want? Huntley Hills. So Huntley Hills um, is, you know, that's actually what I consider the center of the universe. Um, and so I think a lot of people are really happy in Huntley Hills right now. Um, you know, five years ago, we redid our pool. Um, we got the elementary school in the neighborhood. And once this shopping center gets completely finished there at the front of the neighborhood, um, it's going to be pretty sweet for Huntley Hills residents. I went out. I went. I'm so excited about that Publix. I went out and bought a golf cart just so that I could go to the grocery store in a golf cart instead of getting in my car. And that'll help the environment. Right. You I'm know? getting myself a golf cart. Oh, we can talk about this after the show. It, it's wants to hot hear in Huntley Hills. So I'm the fifth person in Huntley Hills with a golf cart. Yeah. Are they allowed so, on the roads? So, you know, the, the state laws say you have to be on a 25-mile or an under. Um, and, you know, if you're going to do anything more than that, you got to get, you know, lights and brake lights and a horn and all and that. And you have to have the headlights. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, and mine does. Mine has brake lights. It has a, a horn. We've got the but, amphitheater But, but right I'm there. just going through... Neighborhood streets. Right. Yeah, you know? You're never gonna get busted. No, I take it to the pool. I take. I'm. I've gone up to the uh, Dunkin' Donuts. You know, in Shanley Plaza, I've taken it to um, the Ace Hardware to pick up supplies at the Ace Hardware. So yeah, I take my son to school because Shanley Plaza. I mean, um, Shanley High is right at the end of our neighborhood. So I take him to school every morning. Do you it. cross? Uh, I don't. Yeah, no, okay, I just yeah. drop him off at the end of the neighborhood. I'm like, you can walk the rest of the way. <laughs> the most dangerous part. Yeah. He goes and by plus, plus, he doesn't want me to anyways. Because right. he's like, Dad, just stop a street. You know, he, he doesn't want me going all the way up into the school. We stopped short. Stop, yeah. <laughs> so. That's why with the amphitheater opening up, that was mine where I was like, all right, I got to get a golf cart. Yeah, like, yeah. And the, doing the parade, yeah. that would be crucial for the parade. So you, you were the MC for the parade, right? Um, I'm or the grandmaster co- co-chair. Oh, co-chair. Yeah. Okay. okay. And but I mean, a lot of people do just as much as I do. So okay. it's I don't know. You're going to be It'll doing be a lot more next year, though. I will be doing a lot You're more. You're taking next it year. completely over. Uh, well, yeah, co-chair with Penny. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. How's the pool scene at, at Huntley Hills? Pool scene is hot. We're finishing up the summer season, and you know we 
like most pools, we had challenges with uh, getting lifeguards, you know. But Justin so, Software helped you out? Justin Software it is actually amazing. Works. does work. I, 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 pool you know, dudes? <laughs> pool dudes. Is it pool dudes or pool dudes? No. Still check on the, the value of that domain no, to see I, if I can I get can't, it. I can't tell you. We got 250 families, and they all love the system. It makes it so much easier. When we have concessions now, they load up money on their, their account, and they don't have to worry about bringing cash or a credit card and, and it makes it easier for the concession stand people too yeah i think you guys did a lot more guest pass sales this year too right we, we did we did from, it, up from 40 dollars during covid uh, to yeah four thousand or something it, like yeah that. well not quite four thousand <laughs> oh, but it was, it was definitely up and i think that's just because of the ease of use you know i'm so. sure there was a lot more visitors than 40 dollars the year before too yeah, they just yeah. didn't there get was there, for it. there wasn't because we really? we cut out guests in 2020 uh, we said no guests in 2020 there was there was actually 40 dollars yeah, because <laughs> some someone went ahead and bought guests even though they knew the rules said no guests yeah, yeah. so uh i think actually across the board all of my clients did a lot better this year than last year but i mean yeah. it's kind of all right it's COVID year but still yeah, yeah. Um, what we need to do is get you guys like an annex pool because you've got your wait list is long enough. You could, you know, in theory, have we, another Huntley Hills pool. We, we have so many people on the wait list. We could replace every single member in our club. Right. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah, pretty That's much. crazy. Pretty much. 250 is our membership cap. And I think we're at like 220 or 225 on the, on the wait list. Wow. But it's, it's kind of important to be able to do that because let's say you guys ever did like a thousand dollar assessment and then... You know, we, 75 people are like, nah, we're not going to do it. Then you go, well, 75 people are coming off the wait list. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they but, get charged the initiation. And, yeah. yeah. We, we got a club in Charlotte that's doing that right now. I was like, God, this is a high invest uh, assessment. And he's like, it's okay. If we lose some people, it's fine. We yeah. want we want to lose some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, tennis courts, are you, are you uh, moving them around? We are. We're trying to. Okay. Um, we have some challenges there because there's a pipe that runs underneath our tennis courts and we have to figure out how we're going to manage that. And we tried to get quotes on redoing it. And just like everything else during COVID, you know, we're having trouble finding a company that has the time or wants to do the project. So Matt, do you know about this? this is kind of exciting. If they if they rearrange the courts, they can get three instead of two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we've had a, in a tight area. It is. It's real tight. And so there's not a lot of space to do it. But we had someone draw it up and came up with a plan. And there's a lot of demand for pickleball, right? Yeah. That's the hot thing. Yeah, your and, dad's all about some pickleball. And, and, you know, listen, I'm not a tennis player, so nothing against the tennis players. I hope this doesn't cause them not to vote for me with this <laughs> next statement. But, you know, they're pretty fanatical about their tennis courts. And when we said, hey, we're going to take one of these two courts and draw lines for pickleball, they, they really got, you know, they're like, no, 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 Even no, no. Even the lines? Just having yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They didn't like it. They didn't want it. Yeah. So we did that at ours and people loved it. But you got more than two courts. Yeah. But I don't feel like drawing those lines made it so that you can't play normal tennis. I think they understood that it's like, oh, okay, you know. What else is necessary? It's a lower net, too, right? Nothing. No. Oh, that's it. No. Oh. You yeah. just do the lines. Yeah. The lines are shorter. I, I've never played, so I don't know. But yeah, they they balked at that. Well, so this, that's, this, this is our solution. Yeah. Come up with a third court. That way we can make one. That has the pickleball, and we're not affecting. There's that council right. yeah, brain. Man. Well, Make everybody up, happy, right? Come up with solutions. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's why when I've been walking door to door, I've been asking people that. That's the first thing when they open the door. I'm like, hey, I'm running for council. What do you like about the city? What do you dislike? What can we help you? You know, live a better life in Chandler. And, and 
let's be honest, you know, people love voting for the national politics, president and Congress and all that. But who affects your daily life more than that city and, you know, elected official? Right. Like if you were to get a public park going or something like that, that has more effect than pretty much anything national. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and I'm glad you mentioned parks because that is something that uh, I'm very passionate about. Having a child that plays in the parks, plays lacrosse, you know, field space in Shambly is pretty limited. We don't have like Brookhaven and Dunwoody, you know, a lot of fields available to us. So, um, you know, that's definitely something that a lot of people have asked for. And, you know, once I get in there, I'm going to start looking at how can we create a system where we have more fields. We have basically right now two fields out of all of Shambly, one one at Keswick Park and one at Dresden Park. You know, and we can if we redo Dresden Park, we can probably squeeze three fields over there. Um, but, you know, right now it's like, how do you pay for that? And that's where my financial background, I think, is going to be hugely helpful to the city. If I can get in there, we've had bankers on council, but we've never had a financial planner. We've never had anyone with a degree in finance. So get some pickleball, public pickleball. Courts. Well, that's the other thing. We have two tennis court, two public uh, city tennis courts in the entire city. And it's like there's ways we can add more of those. You know, we just have to be efficient. We also have one outdoor basketball court. And that's it in the entire city. So, you know, these things are important because that's, you know, you want to live, work, and play, that whole thing, right? Well, we have great places to live, great neighborhoods. We've brought in a lot of people. Um, we have great businesses. Shambly's got over 2,000 businesses, so there's great work in Shambly. But we need play, you know, and we've done a good job with the restaurants, bringing in a lot of great restaurants to go to and whatnot, but we need more fields. Maybe we you need some more apartment parks. complexes to pay for those. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you guys are killing it with the with the complexes and the businesses, you know. That really- was all very, very calculating to find all those apartments you see up and down Peachtree Boulevard was very defined to help our downtown and our mid-city district around the MARTA station. You know, having that MARTA station has been huge, and, you know, People want to live near there so they can just jump on the market quickly and easily. You know, it also is going to be huge for you. And this has kind of changed since we last talked is when that Doraville, the GM plant yeah. get, gets all finished and like that connects with your downtown. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be really cool. The, the uh, It's Gray TV. Is that what their yeah. name is? They mm-hmm. bought all that. And yeah. they're going to make a big complex there. But you're going to run that trail. The, the, the rail the trail will go on. all the way from where it ends right now, which is just past the Walmart, and it'll go all the way through our city, through our downtown, and connect up past there. Past southbound, past... Oh, yeah, yeah, way past all up. that, and go all the way up to where it's, the assembly... The ice cream part. place? Frosty Caboose. Frosty Caboose, yeah. It's yeah. our big chicken, right? Yeah, That's what exactly. I like to call it. Yeah. You know, pe- people in Shambly, if you live in Shambly and have to give someone directions in downtown, you're usually using that as a landmark. Like, just go down Peachtree until you get past the, the Frosty Caboose, <laughs> you know? That's funny. So... That is kind of a landmark because we here in Dunwoody drive out to the Frosty Caboose. Yeah. 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 And and Pam, the owner, is a great, uh, she's been in, in the city for a long time, great business owner for our city, great supporter of mine for my campaign. Um, and uh, she, I was talking with her a couple of weeks ago, there might be, I'll just go ahead and let this out, there might be some other Frosty Cabooses coming in oh, the future. That's all. That's all I'll say at this point. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away, but 
She's got to go buy some cabooses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, she came on my podcast early on. She was one of the early I've guests. I've heard that one, yeah. Yeah, and, and it was amazing to hear there's actually a company that you can go and buy uh, train cars and cabooses from. You know, that's what this company does, and that's where she went and got that caboose from. Yeah. So. How's the podcast going? That's something we haven't really talked about. Yeah, so Between Two Trains podcasts, we started uh, about the same time y'all started this Almost podcast. exactly. Yeah, yeah and... Um, uh, going great, a little bit different feel. We were only interviewing business owners. My um, co-host, Eric Most, um, I convinced him that we needed to, to go on hiatus while I run for office. So we haven't done any episodes in quite a long while. Um, but he's chomping at the bit and he says, as soon as I win, we've got to start you know, recording more podcasts. So yeah. Between Two Trains will be back. Uh, you know, after November 2nd. Yeah. It's, it's like, a great way to meet people, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's my favorite thing with this is yeah. all the different cool people that we've met. Like, we would have never met you. you oh, know? yeah, yeah. And, <clears throat> and you know, meeting the business owners has been so huge for me because I already knew a lot of them from my time starting the Chamber of Commerce in Chambly. But, um, you know, being able to sit down and hear their story. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, I know them. I see them at an event or whatnot. But to hear that story, like I said, with Pam in the in the caboose, yeah, I knew Pam for years. I didn't know the story of the caboose. Yeah, so it's also good for business too. Financial planning. My financial planning practice, yeah, it's helped every once in a while. You pick somebody every, up every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, it's a turbulent time. So financial planning is something that a lot of people, I think, are struggling with. Yeah, you know, and they're like, okay, you know, with COVID going on and everything, we still have a lot of people without jobs. You know, and they're turning to financial planners like they should. You yeah. Know, to well, get I think that everything's advice. changed too. Like with with real estate, I've had a lot of people that like clients that I was working with who were wanted to stay in this area, but then once COVID hit and everybody was doing Zoom stuff, they could live wherever. Yeah. Is that kind of how financial planning has been? Has people changed like what they're what they're I, planning on doing in the future? I, I will tell you <clears throat> as far as the whole Zoom thing. So our you know we have um, multiple locations. Our firm. And um, when COVID hit, we did like everyone else. We went to a Zoom model. Um, it's nice, right? Yeah. After about nine months, we reopened our offices. And I started telling clients, hey, you know, it's time for us to meet. You know, do you want to meet at one of the offices? And I got an overwhelmingly no. Can we keep doing yeah. this Zoom? Because <laughs> they didn't want to battle with Atlanta traffic to get to my office. Right. And, you know, being a financial planner, we can do everything that I need to do. I can show them a presentation yeah. just as easy through a Zoom than I can, you know, in person. So, yeah. you know, I, I've only had maybe three or four in-person meetings since all this started. Yeah, I was just talking about this last night. I've got like seven meetings today, all on Zoom. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. So nice. Now, there's some, I think, you know, in our society, there there has to be some that go back to the office because... You know, you do, in my opinion, you do lose something of the creativity. So if you're in a profession where you need to be in a conference room with other people so y'all can bounce ideas people off. People you work with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I think, is is needed um, because, you know, you, you lose that on Zoom. Yeah. You know? Well, it's difficult to, to, to have to text or something like that, like a coworker, you know. Yeah. Like it's if you can just be, say like almost if you're persistently connected to those people like like walls of other zooms you know multiple computers yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, little, the, little windows where you're having a conversation with them while the big meeting's right. going on yeah. on yeah. the other side. Mute yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it would work then. And yeah. I'm, we, I'm sure we'll, well get Well, technology will get there. Yeah. 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 What else is going on in Shambly? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things. I mean, you laughed during it. <laughs> that was obviously a planned question. Yeah, right, so. yeah. Hold on. What else is going on in Shambly, Van? So, Great question, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again. No. Let's just keep rolling. I love that. <laughs> so, so um, you know, there's been a lot of growth in Shambly. Obviously, everyone's seeing what's going on up and down Peachtree Boulevard, up and down Peachtree Road, you know, around the Marta Station. Um, and the city has decided to move forward with its plans for redevelopment in our downtown our development authority owns property to build our town center. And in anticipation of that town center coming, the city went ahead and moved our police station out of our downtown. So we have a new public safety building over on Buford Highway. Um, and the police have moved out. And we've they tor- moved into the sign building, right? The guy that has all the signs? The Isn't signs? that where? No, they moved. The new public safety is, if you know where the old Jim Hearn golf range was. Oh, okay. We bought that property, and so because that golf range had been, you know, out of business for decades, and um, so there's beautiful. Next time you're on Beaufort Highway, go by. It's an absolutely beautiful building. They've got all this space on the side for fitness uh, area, and uh, that allowed us to tear down the old police station in downtown, along with our very old very long in the tooth um, civic center. So both of those have been torn down in anticipation of building a new uh, city hall. Okay, so that's where your downtown is like the old town over by the Frosty Caboose. Yeah, yeah, that's considered downtown Chambly. And you know, it's funny you say that because even citizens, citizens that have lived in Chambly a long time, we're always confused. Where exactly is downtown Chambly? Right. And that's what I've always considered the downtown from Broad Street to, say, Pierce. Mm-hmm. You know, the those few blocks there I call downtown. And I felt like nothing was ever done with that. Like the, the short time, whatever, 12, 15 yeah. years that I've been around here, yeah, there like was, that was the old crappy part of yeah. Shambly. And yeah. now with like contrast and, you know, all that cool stuff shooting up over there. We have so many cool it's things. It's a trendy area. We're getting a, um, you mentioned contrast, which is a great brewery. Um, behind there, uh, just around the corner from Contrast, we'll be getting a new distillery. Oh, nice. So it's going to be called the Distillery of Modern Art. It's going to have a really cool theme with art and brewing. Uh, Is that over by Hopsticks? No, no, no. No, it's, it's literally around the corner from Contrast. Hopstick okay. is down towards our mid-city district. Right. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you got Hopsticks. There's another... You know, brew pub. Um, Southbound. My wife and, loves and let, Southbound. And let's be honest. If you have any history in Chambly, you mentioned that area was all run down. Um, eight years ago, there was one restaurant in downtown Chambly. It was right. the Vintage Pizza, you mm-hmm. know. And they killed it, you know. And they've been a great local business for our downtown. But now you go down Peachtree Road and you've got so many restaurants. Southbound, Blue Top, you know. Um, hop sticks, you know, Himalayas. I mean, yeah. it's like restaurant after restaurant throughout that whole corridor. It's almost like you need a Facebook group to like review those restaurants, right? <laughs> they, coincidentally, we do have one, the Chambly Restaurant Review. How's that going? Are you tired of that yet? Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, it's fun. I mean, I, listen, I'll we'll be honest. We'll talk after tell, the show. To tell all the <laughs> listeners, I stole Matt's idea you know, when I saw that he created the Dunwoody Restaurant Review. But I it said, hasn't become a pain yet? 
No, oh, not really. So I, much, so much work for me. Did, didn't I text you or something like that and say, I don't think you want to do this? this you is, did. You yeah. did. Like, you, you sure you want to do this it's thing? Constant complaining. Constant we, complaining. We've been pretty good. I pretty much laid down the law at the beginning. I said, it's got to be about restaurants and only restaurants. Occasionally, you'll get someone who wants to squeeze in something about politics or, yep. or whatnot. But, well, eventually, here's what you're going to have to deal with. So now, our restaurant review group, <clears throat> people are upset when there's a bad review. And so there's like 50 comments of people, the positive people, like railing on these people because right. it's a bad review. Right. Coming then, to the defense of and the then other people Exactly. And then other people think that it's their group where they're like, oh, we only do positive reviews here. I'm like, oh, I don't want to jump in the middle of it. You're a little bit better about yeah. kind of jumping in. I kind of try to stay out of it. But yeah, everybody thinks that it's their group and they're like, oh no, here's how we run this group. I'm yeah. like, eh, it's not really right. Yeah, yeah. No, we haven't really had the, those problems yet. So we'll see. It'll become mob rule eventually. But. Nah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I might have to turn, after I win the election, I might have to turn that over to Add someone Add a couple else. more mods, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, turn that over to someone else. Yeah. As long only, as you can put a little bit. I can only do so much, you know. Exactly, exactly. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we got that new city hall is going to be built, and hopefully, the old city hall, which is really kind of tiny, we we have so many new employees. They were literally, if you go in there, they're sitting almost on top of each other. Yeah. And so, having a new city hall will help that. And you know, the building is fine. I and mean, if you look at city hall, it's it's a nice looking. It has a railroad theme, like you know, most of Shambly. And so, the plan right now is to possibly modify its use once the employees are out of there possibly something to do with arts maybe a history a shambly history museum you know do some other stuff uh without tearing down you know this decent building yeah so how much is the new city hall going to cost so you know like all construction they give you that first price which i think the first price that i saw was around 12 million dollars yeah um, but I would suspect that that won't be the final cost. You know, we'll have to see as, as it goes through. The same thing happened with the public safety building. You know, it went from, you know, taking out a bond for $20 million and, you know, I think they spent more than $20 million. Do you remember what Sandy Springs was? Sandy Springs was, I think, more than that. It was like yeah, it was 250 high. I want to say. It 250 was, yeah, It was a it lot was a because ton. they did a lot. I mean, they did the whole – that They have that arts area. That arts oh, area, okay. and they, they've got was, the, the uh, big – auditorium you know, yeah it was more than just a city hall that's a cool area though yeah yeah so, um last time we were talking about where um the market what's that place called it was like the most expensive sale in all of atlanta the, the, the whole foods the whole foods yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. peach tree crossings uh sold a couple years back um and it was like the per square foot the largest more than sale all of atlanta, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's worked out pretty well for them, I guess. It's worked out for, for them, and it's really been beneficial for the city because Definitely. that piece of property, if you remember, we discussed how it was a contaminated site, yeah. which still <laughs> cracks me up that Whole Foods was willing to go on top of it. But it was remediated, the, the contamination. Don't let anyone listen to this thing <laughs> that they shouldn't go there. It's fine. There's no, no problems. Um, but uh, it brought in a lot of businesses. I mean, the whole complex is packed to the detriment of there's not enough parking because all the businesses, you know, are in there. Yeah. In fact, that that Starbucks. I parking mean, is rough there. The Starbucks is so. I mean, it was just. I think it was placed 
poorly in the whole grand scheme of it because I've seen that drive-through back up and come down the ramp and yeah, sometimes on sometimes onto Peachtree Boulevard. Yeah, yeah so. Um, but, you know, like anything, whether you like Whole Foods or go to Whole Foods, there is a halo effect that happens when a city puts a Whole Foods in their community because now it elevates all the properties around them. Right. You know, across the street from that complex was a boarded up gas station in the mm-hmm. corner next to the, uh, the Lowe's. And it was boarded up for a decade at least. Yeah. Um, and now it's a beautiful Chase Bank, you know. I mean, it's a bank, but yeah. still. I don't know how people get in and out of there. Yeah. <laughs> but but what that does is it elevates the, the value of the community. And you're seeing that in the home values. You know, you, you're a real estate agent. Yeah. You, you probably have seen. Keswick Park areas. Keswick Park, Huntley Hills, all those neighborhoods. And Ashford Park. Ashford oh. Park. The neighborhood values have gone up, which is good and bad, obviously. People love it because now their net worth is more. As a financial planner, I love it because now my client has more net worth. Right. But it obviously also increases property taxes. And that's where the challenge comes in from an elected official to how do we make sure that, you know, property taxes are not killing our citizens, um, but still be able to provide all the services we need to provide. And a lot of people don't realize this, but a city's budget, um, and this is pretty much for most cities, the percentages might be different from Dunwoody to Chambly to Brookhaven to Doraville, but in Chambly, um, residential property taxes account for only 14% of the city's money. Really? Yeah. Most of the money comes from, 35% of the money comes from the business community because businesses pay you know, a business license. They pay occupational taxes. They pay permit fees. If you sell alcohol, you liquor have to pay license. an a- liquor <laughs> yeah. license. You know, you, know all about, you know about that. Yeah. And then, you know, every server has to pay a server license, yeah. like 25 bucks to just to serve and alcohol. And pouring licenses. Yeah. Pouring, yeah, all that stuff. So that adds up. Mm-hmm. And um, if, you, if you can grow your, any city, this is my advice to every elected official. <clears throat> if you can grow your business base, you will increase your city's revenue. If you increase your city's revenue, you can now go back to the citizens and provide the things that they've been asking for. Yeah. That sidewalk they want, that park they want, because you'll have more revenue to, to provide more benefit. Yeah. And I think it's a, Lynn, it's a simple financial planning equation. Well, Lynn realized that when the pandemic hit. She was all about the local businesses, yeah. you know, the restaurants and all, any small business. Like That's what she was really trying to take care of, yeah. I felt like. Yeah, and, and Chambly needs to do better with that. You know, we need to make sure we understand that that's where a big chunk of our revenue comes, and we've got to help them in times of need. And just you know, even if in good times, you know, you want to grow that that business space because yeah. it will help you. Yeah. So. Well, well, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> just checked out there for a minute. <laughs> I was trying to think about what you the know. Any, whenever you talk about money, people's eyes just glaze over. You know, I was trying to think of where the other fifty percent comes from. So a big, a, the big, the second biggest, actually the largest chunk. Businesses are the second largest chunk. The largest chunk comes from commercial property taxes, not residential property taxes. Oh. So oh. all those, so oh. that that Whole Foods that we were talking about, right? It's commercial property. It's valued at it's yeah. valued at sixty eight million dollars. That's a big chunk of of taxes they'll coming in. And think about all in Dunwoody. Think about all your commercial properties. What are the valuations of that as they continue to expand Dunwoody Village and and bring it 
up in value, that's going to be more revenue for the city of Dunwoody. Yeah. So really, it's kind of like 85% is coming from the businesses. You said 14 is the... If you if you think about the terms of the commercial properties paying property taxes for their commercial property and there's businesses on those commercial, right. they're paying all those, then yes, the majority of your money is coming from those sources. There's also, a, a in Chambly, there's a number of other enterprise funds that make up a small percentage, like Hotel Motel and uh, car rental and host money and things of that nature. Oh, and you guys are getting a new hotel. Right, the, we, uh, we are getting across. From we're the, getting we're getting our rooftop bar, yes, and I think yeah. we're getting ours before you're getting yours. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. We actually uh, so Discover Dunway actually just walked through our new one. Yeah, and it's almost about to open. So. Yeah, yours yeah. is already open. I right? think I reached I reached out to oh, oh no, Brookhaven. I was talking with open. one of your elected officials. Wait, where's officials, yours at? Right at Sham at Savoy, right across the bridge from Dunwoody. Oh, is that Shambly? I thought that was That's, Brookhaven. No. No. That's right on Everyone the Everyone does that. Okay. Everyone does that. They're like, isn't that Brookhaven? Nope, that's Shambly. Okay, yeah. 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 And that's already it's open. It's a holiday it? end. They they have not opened yet, but they are opening They're soon. They're about ready, yeah. yeah. And it will have a rooftop um, you know, lounge, restaurant. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll I was talking I was there. talking with one of you. I was at uh, a uh, charity function for the Elaine Clark Center. I emceed their their fundraiser and I was talking with one of your elected officials and I said Who's coming first? And he's like, I think you're going to beat us too. So yeah. I know you, the, I know you're passionate about rooftop. <laughs> it's funny how the rooftop bar thing. Hayward was the one that brought that up yeah. like early on in the podcast, and was like, that's what we really need to push for. Ours is like spice something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks nice. They're going to have to clean up that little shopping center across the street from it. With the tattoo parlor? Ta- See, yeah. that's Brookhaven. Yeah. Oh, that's Brookhaven. Yeah, that oh, side oh, of. That's sh- why I thought. Okay. That's why you thought because yeah. the. Uh, south side of Shambly, Dunwoody is Brookhaven. The north side is Shambly. Okay, but let me tell you that that is the best emissions place that you could possibly go to. It is. It's cheap. Yes, and, yeah. and you just in and, and out. In and out, yeah. Yep. I, that's who I use as Have well. you been in the gas station? Yeah. 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 Not, Inside not it, I haven't. Yeah, you can buy hats with like weed symbols on them. You can buy porno, oh, yeah. porno mags, Bitcoin, wrap snacks. Well, you sure you don't want that how, in Shambly? That's how all those. I mean, someone was complaining. I think it was in, in your forum. Wasn't someone complaining right that here on North, right. on, North, on North Peachtree about that gas station right there at 285 in North Peachtree? Oh, yeah. yeah they were complaining there. about going in there and seeing, you know, paraphernalia. You yeah. Know? yeah. They, they thought, you know. They were doing selling something illegal. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they can sell weed at gas stations now, right? Isn't that a thing? No. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, well thanks for coming back on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This is fun. Good and, luck. And I'll, I'll be waiting for my green jacket for the multi <laughs> yeah. multi visit. Uh, yeah. Do I get that? It's oh, a it's a robe. And you it's didn't put your foot in your mouth this time either. Like, no, you don't want to say anything about Doraville or Dor- Doraville's a great city. Beautiful city. I, I love city. Doraville. <laughs> uh, no, seriously though. I mean, let's be honest. North the cab, you can sit there and say, all right, let's look at the four cities: Brookhaven, Shambly, Dunwoody, Doraville. I mean, you know. Those four cities really have it going on compared to the rest of the county. Yep. So I'll stick my foot in it with the rest of the county. I know that won't make me popular <laughs> with county officials. But um, you're cool local. But, but you know, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff going on. And you can say what the reasons are. But at the end of the day, it takes the local officials to make that happen. Chambly did not transform on its own. 
It was not because of just market conditions and letting the free market enterprise. And I'm a free market guy, you know, as a financial planner, I believe in the free market. But there was a lot of help from our previous mayor, from our council, from our development authority that transformed that. And we'd still be this little industrial town if it wasn't for those elected officials. Yeah. And it's it's always funny how you guys have gone in a just a different directions with like the apartment complexes and stuff like that. And I mean, it just flew down Peachtree Industrial. Yeah, that that was uh, Peachtree Boulevard. I'm going to correct you. Is that called Peachtree Boulevard? It's Peachtree Boulevard. We don't like the term industrial. We are not an industrial city. When does it turn into industrial? Not until you get past 285. Oh, okay. Then it turns into industrial. All right, well, down yeah. here it's industrial. That's why <laughs> right. you can understand why. Yeah, sure. When you, when you go, you get on there. So um, that was all very calculated, though. We identified that to, to bring in the whole foods of the world, you yeah. have to have people. And, you know, we don't have room for, you know, a uh, single-family home community. I mean, there's no room to put that. You have to put the apartments if you want the people to to come and yeah. you need the people to get the businesses to come. Yeah. So well, as, as, as congested as you are, I'm surprised that there's only 30,000 people, you said. 30,000. So the new, the new census that came, area. the census that came out. Yeah. Geographically, we're not that big because we only go to 85. Yeah. That's our boundary. Claremont and 85 is, is the, the end point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the census just came out. We got that data and it's, um, uh, 30,000 citizens. Yeah. Do you know what our new one is? I have about not seen 50. Dunwoody. Okay. I have not seen We're Dunwoody. We're about 30,001. 30,001. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, well, and obviously, you know, before we go, just I have to say, you know, we, we're obviously a very diverse uh, community. Mm-hmm. Shambly's got a lot of ethnic groups um, and it makes up a, a great percentage of having that. I mean, Buford Highway wouldn't be Buford Highway without Shambly's diversity. Yeah. And people love going over to Buford Highway and hitting those restaurants and all the different the restaurant uh, review groups. Half of them are about Buford Highway. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves Buford Highway. Yeah. But thanks again. I appreciate you coming on. And as soon as Between Two Trains gets up and running again, we'll we'll get you on there so y'all yeah. can keep keep the count going <laughs> on on my... just trade back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, all guys. Right.